Leaked video from the Uvalde police. What happened in the shooting? And more importantly, what didn't happen because the officers are standing around doing nothing. But also the Biden administration is trying to bring COVID back time for the midterms. But something else that's coming up before the midterms and before the summer is out, it is the summer slam event of the season. You better be there. I'm going to be there. My whole family's coming down. My brother is coming down. He might be leading a prayer service. He was just texting me earlier today. Make sure you check this thing out. Tampa, Florida, July 22nd to the 24th. What's going on? It's the Student Action Summit, turning TPUSA SAS. It's an institution in Tampa, right? You got to be there. Donald Trump Jr., Donald Trump himself, Ron DeSantis, the governor, everyone, Charlie Kirk, Kaylee McEnany, Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Josh Hawley, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Rep. Lauren Boebert, Rep. Kat Kamek, and Rep. Matt Gates. so many other people. Look, if you're not there, you and me, we might have problems. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is July 13th, 2022, and O'Domini, today's top headlines, the Uvalde shooting. We knew they were covering up something there, and now we know partially what it was. But I think there stands to be more to come out of this. A police video has leaked from inside the school. We're going to play what we can from this. Next, the January 6th has debunked themselves, the committee, with Mike Lindell text messages. I kid you not. We'll explain. Third, Djokovich wins. But by the Biden administration is warning of a new COVID strain. They're bringing COVID back. And finally, Andy No reports. A host at a leftist Portland radio station has been arrested for the trafficking and rape of a Canadian child. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. So a massive leak came out from the Valley Police Department. This really comes from the investigation that's going in down there. That school in Uvalde was attacked by this insane shooter, right? This guy who was obsessed with mass shootings, obsessed with killing, obsessed with death. The town knew that he was a problem. He was on the radar. But we see this video that's come out now of the Uvalde police officers and other officers that showed up. In fact, the school officers themselves. So people don't realize this. The full hour has come out. It's been leaked. Somebody from within that investigation said, we're sick of this. We're sick of the fact that the mayor, the city council, and the police force are covering this up. We think they're lying. Personally, I think, and I've been on record saying this, I think they've been lying from the very start. Remember, we already know that they lied to the governor on day one. Day one, they said they engaged the shooter, that they traded fire with the shooter outside the school. Never took place. Never took place. Then they said, okay, well, we saw the shooter. Also didn't take place. Then we get the video. How much more was going on in this situation that they don't want us to know what other lies are going to come out. But we look at this thing and you can watch, and I've actually watched the whole video and myself, the human events team, 
we said, you know what? There are some 911 calls on this video. If you want to go watch them, you can watch them. It's so gruesome. It's some of the most sickening things that I've ever heard because you hear a teacher screaming because she knows what's happening. She's screaming to her kids, get back in your classroom, get back in your classroom. You can hear her on the phone and then you hear the gun starts, the gunshots start rolling out. The question before us, though, after the question of this crazy individual and why he wasn't dealt with in any meaningful way by his society in the first instance, right? And you have the same situation in Highland Park to answer for that. The issue here, though, is that these officers, the first officers on the scene were the school police force. They had one job, defend the school. That's it. They refused to do so. It's not just they didn't do so. They refused to do so. Then as more officers from other departments and other units, other facets of the government come in, they continue to wait. They continue to stand down in a hallway. One one officer, a father who's in that hallway, his 10-year-old girl is in that room. His 10-year-old daughter was murdered. And you can see people holding him back on, on this video. You can see people holding him back. What are we doing as a country? What's gone wrong? You see a guy getting hand sanitizer? That image is going to be seared in people's minds forever. Great job. Way to, uh, way to support the Back the Blue movement, right? You see another guy. He's got a, a Punisher lock screen on his phone from Marvel, the Punisher uh, skull logo. And he's looking at it while he's hiding behind a hallway, hiding behind a wall down the hallway. When he knows there's a crazed gunman in the schoolhouse in a room full of children. This is Texas. What happened to Texas? What happened to the United States of America? What happened to men, right? There comes a time where if someone tells you, stand down, you have to say, I'm not going to follow that order. I'm going to do what needs to be done. I'm going to take those steps forward. And maybe I will get shot. And maybe something bad will happen to me. I don't know. But I know what the right thing is. And I'm going to do it because I know it's right. I know it in my heart. And I know it in my soul that it's right. And if I want to be judged on that at the end of the day, then I accept judgment. Accept judgment. Do the right thing. Don't hide. Don't wait. These people should be behind bars. The inflation numbers are out today. 9.1% is what they're reporting. But we now know, of course, that if that's what they're reporting, the true inflation numbers must be even higher than that. Meanwhile, the BRICS nations are talking about creating their own reserve currency as a challenger to the U.S. dollar. What does it mean? The U.S. dollar is in fragile straits, dire straits. Not only are we in for a tough year, but we know that this economy and the Biden administration's printing and spending could be catastrophic for the U.S. dollar and the markets behind it. Now, Real Patriots, we know that Bidenflation is the real pandemic, and it's about to get worse. That's why I recommend that you diversify immediately with gold and silver. The only company that I personally recommend is Allegiance Gold. 
Now, my friends over at Allegiance Gold, they can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. They'll have it delivered securely right to your door, and they will educate you on the benefits of physical gold because they want you to build a long-term relationship. Now, Allegiance Gold, they have the highest rating from third-party consumer protection agencies, five stars with TrustLink. They're AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance and have an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. You can get right now $500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that I sent you. So don't wait, call or click today. You, where do you go? It's allegiancegold.com slash POSO. We cannot control the Biden administration, but we can prepare. Allegiancegold.com slash POSO. As always, link in the description. We don't want to have a Kent State here. So I love you. We're saving the Republic. This is beautiful. But please tell everyone you know, march to the other side. March. We're going to march. Trump. Trump is going to speak over here. So I, like I know millions and millions, everyone out there in, my, in the audience here, everyone within the sound of my voice here at Human Events Daily is, of course, watching with erupt attention the january 6 committee hearings i mean this this is some of the most riveting footage the most uh, shocking the revelations that are coming out the things that we are learning about the depraved conspiracy to overthrow an election institute an insurrection and a coup of the united states you know i remember the, the for me honestly it's when president trump is is going over to military bases, marshalling the forces and saying, look, you took an oath to the Constitution, but there comes a time when you have to take an oath to me. And so and when all the soldiers, you remember, they were secretly swearing allegiance to President Trump and saying that it's time we're going to march on them. We're going to arrest all of the congressmen. We are going to get it. Oh, wait. But see, the thing is, none of that actually happened. Um, they, they don't have any like you know, you know, evidence of, um, you know, like, a, like an actual, you know, you know, conspiracy to commit a crime. Um, you just have a situation that got out of control and, it, you know, turned into a riot. But, but again, you know, we have text messages. Okay. All right, fine. Let's look at the text messages. Show me, right. Show me the evidence. I'm a big believer in show me the evidence. I always say that fine. That's your accusation. Show me the evidence. Where's the evidence that proves your accusation? So we do hear human events daily, day in, day out. We'll take your accusation, but we want to see something that backs it up. So we've now got a text message from one of the organizers of the January 6th rally. Her name is Kylie Kramer, right? The notorious Kylie Kramer. And she's sending, she's sending a text message. Folks, if you're if you're if you're listening to this at the gym, you might want to sit down, put down that deadlift, put down right that free squat because this this might be scary. She's sending a text message to none other than arch criminal mastermind Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow. Available at mypillow.com promo code And what she's saying it's it's this is this is harrowing. So this is not for not for little ears. Listen to this. This stays between us only. We're having a second stage at the Supreme Court again after the ellipse. POTUS is going to have us march there, the Capitol. It cannot get out about the second stage because people will try and set up another and sabotage it. It can also not get out about the march because I'll be in trouble with the National Park Service and all the agencies. But wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, let me, let me just go. A second stage at the Supreme. Wait, there was a second stage at the Supreme Court. 
Okay, so what the January 6th committee just did right there is actually debunk the purpose of the January 6th committee. The march wasn't supposed to be a march on the Capitol. It was a march, if you have to understand the map of D.C., they were supposed to march past the Capitol because there was a second stage set up with other speakers. Obviously, that didn't happen. But the question is, if you're looking for evidence of a conspiracy, okay, yeah, here it is. Here is the actual evidence of the plan why they said that they wanted people to march up the street. And it has nothing to do with the Capitol. It has to do with the fact that there was a second stage at the Supreme Court. That's a little thing that we call a clue. That's a little thing that we call exculpatory evidence, right? Just imagine this. A year and a half, a year and a half our government has spent on this. Meanwhile, we got the inflation numbers today. They're insane. Biden inflation through the roof, right? They're telling you it's 9.1. It's probably 15 or maybe even 18. Just double it, right? And inflation on food and fuel, which should be the only things, right? Uh, call it the, uh, you know, the turning point index. We're going to measure inflation of just food and fuel, right? Those are the things that actually matter to Americans. That's what our government should be focused on. But instead, they want to read text messages to Mike Lindell, right? That's what they spent a year and a half of your taxpayer dollars doing while the inflation's going crazy, the economy's going crazy, you got war in Eurasia, Taiwan is not looking good. And they want to talk about text messages about a march to the Supreme Court. Vision was not going to Australia and I was prepared not to go. And I understand that not being vaccinated today, I, you know, I'm unable to travel to most of the tournaments at the moment. And, and that's the price you're willing to pay? Uh, that, that is the price that I'm willing to pay. Ultimately, are you prepared to forego the chance to be the greatest player that ever picked up a racket, statistically, because you feel so strongly about this jab? Yes. I do. But as things stand, if this means that you miss the French Open, is that a price you'd be willing to pay? Yes, that is the price that I'm willing to pay. And if it means that you miss Wimbledon this year, again, that's a price you're willing to pay? Yes. Why, Novak? Why? Why? Do- because the principles of uh, decision-making on my body uh, are more important than any title or anything else. Novak Djokovic. You got to look at this guy. You look at the trajectory that he's been on. This guy's a winner, right? And the fact that he's had to do this and is able to do this faced against actual oppression, right? How many times, by the way, you know, every every kid in school, especially boys today in school, right? I was just talking to a parent about this earlier today. You're told, oh, you know, we have to let the girls get ahead because the girls are oppressed. We have to let the girls get ahead because the girls are oppressed. We have to help the girls more because the girls are oppressed. Meanwhile, the boys are told, you're oppressing them. You're oppressing them. You're oppressing them. And you see this, of course, with white privilege. Oh, well, your white privilege is oppressing people. So we have to we have to hold you back and help everyone else go forward because you have white privilege. And you're like, what, what, who did I oppress? What, what did I, can you, can you point to something that I've done? I say, well, no, you're, you know, you're, you're overrepresented. So we have to hold you down and push everyone forward, right? Novak Djokovic actually faces real oppression, wasn't allowed to participate in Australia, might not be allowed to play in the United States. Why? Because he didn't take the COVID vax. 
And I love the fact that his wife out there is on Twitter bashing these New York Times lunkheads who are calling him the poster boy of the anti-vax movement. When she said she's looking at them, no, he's not right. He just has his own mind. He's independent. By the way, let me just like cut the crap here for a second. If you're an elite athlete at that level, you've got an entire team of doctors working with you day in, day out. They're checking your health. He's 36, by the way. Right. He's definitely pushing uh, the higher end of the age bracket for being able to compete at that level. He defeated an opponent that was 16 years younger than him. Right. How is he able to do this? Obviously, he maintains and understands his health. I think he knows pretty well what's going on. But of course, now you've got the Biden administration and they're doing everything they can. They're trying to bring COVID back. They are trying to bring COVID back. They're like, you know what? Things are bad around here. You know, it's like like an album, you know, like when a band, you know, when Metallica put out Saint Anger and everybody's like, this, this sucks. This is not Metallica. We need we need something better. All right. All right. Death magnetic going back to basics. Right. That's what the Biden administration's doing now. All right. You guys don't like the inflation. The Ukraine stuff didn't really work out for us. The 60 billion dollars. Yeah. Not so popular. We got to go back to COVID. COVID's the only thing, the only thing we've got left. So they're bringing it back just in time for the midterms. Wall Street Journals has it up. Uh, the CDC is warning about the BA.5 COVID-19 subvariant. right? You dig through this thing and it says, oh, it's it's very infectious. It spreads and it spreads. It's rough. It's bad. Okay, but is it is it killing people? Is it hospitalizing and killing people? Because guess what? Here's the real secret. We have viruses. In this world, we have the flu, we have bacteria. We've been cohabiting this planet with them for literally 10,000 years, maybe 6,000. When we look at this, this is, a, this is humankind's oldest fight. This is the oldest fight, right? You can't sit there and say, oh no, the germs are going to get me all day long. You have to prioritize. It's called risk management. It's called basic risk management. When you get in your car every day, I know it's not the same thing, so stop. I'm just talking about risk management. Basic risk management states that you know the risks going into it and that you go and continue your life. Look, if you're out there, by the way, and you decide that you want to live in a bubble because you are so scared of the BA5 variant, then please, by all means, live in your bubble, stay there, don't come out, don't bother the rest of us, get off of social media because... You want to talk about real viruses. You're the one on social media. And, and while you're at it, by the way, do us all a favor and don't procreate. The amount that people rally around us certainly kept the entire family going. We're kind of taken one day at a time and surrounded her with friends and family and, and just trying to get her through. It was unbelievable. She was very emotional. So were we. She's really gone back into kid mode now um you know she's she's 13 but you know it's, i guess as a parent you always see the baby and your child and um you know she's really needs her family right now we'll be very active and making sure that we are at all court appearances and pushing for the longest sentence possible I think it's important that you know parents certainly you know don't let their guard down with with internet use and you know, always watch their children. You know, this is something that was unexpected to us. And, you know, we had all the parental controls imaginable around. Um, they will find access somehow. And there is predators 
out there waiting for our children. Well, over at the Post Millennial, Andy No just dropped a new investigative piece, and this is one of the sickest things that I've ever seen. It's it's absolutely disgusting. We've got the headline up, and it's Andy No reports a host at a leftist Portland radio station arrested for the trafficking and rape of a Canadian child. He just heard the voice of the father of that child explaining where the situation is now and what they're doing to try to care for her. Following the disappearance of a Canadian child last month, a 40-year-old Portland-area man and radio host on left-wing station KBOO has been arrested for child trafficking and child rape. Noah Whitefield Madrano of Gladstone, Oregon, allegedly is accused of kidnapping a 13-year-old girl from Edmonton, Alberta, she was reportedly missing by her father, reported missing by her father on June 24th after never showing up for school and was finally discovered in an Oregon City hotel room more than a week later by local police and agents with the FBI. So international child trafficking, mind you. Oregon City is about 12 miles south of Portland. Madrona was currently being hold, held on $500,000 bail, Clackamas County, Oregon, on federal charges of first-degree sexual abuse, second-degree rape, and second-degree kidnapping. Uh, they go through, and, and Andy's got here so much about this individual. He's got tweets. He's got alternate Twitter accounts. He's got anonymous Twitter accounts that were run by this guy, pronouns, videos. But what's very interesting is that KBOO, the monthly show, right, that he, requ- that he called the Subhuman Intellect Theater, was held on the far left, self-described Antifa Portland radio station, an Antifa radio station. And at one point, they bring a young girl in one of the final episodes that he ever did. They actually bring a young girl on the show and you can hear a young girl's voice. Now, of course, because it's radio and because the girl's name is anonymous, we have no way to tell if that is, in fact, the same girl that was that was trafficked allegedly by this individual. Andy reached out to the radio station. They did not respond for comment. This kind of stuff keeps happening again and again. How many days has it been since we uncovered and revealed another Antifa pedophile or another Antifa member that's accused of sexual assault or has convic- who has been convicted of sexual assault in the past? Child abuse, right? It goes to show you that there is a Venn diagram here, a very sick, deranged, lunatic Venn diagram of people like this who hold these type of views but then also, I'm not, say, I'm not saying, right, that it's everybody. I am saying there is a tendency, and we see it again and again and again. And that's all the time we have here. Human Events Daily. Remember our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and then leave us your five-star review. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. What did we talk about today? The Uvalde shooting. They're still lying about this. We're going to get to the bottom. But a police video has leaked from inside that school. Next, the January 6th committee debunking themselves with a text message to Mike Lindell. Third, Djokovic wins, but Biden administration is warning of a new COVID strain. And finally, Andy No reports this insane investigative piece that he just dropped to Post Millennial, a host at a leftist Portland radio station arrested for trafficking and rape of a Canadian child. Absolutely disgusting and harrowing stuff, folks. But look. That's the world we live in right now. Inflation is up. Interest is up. The stock market's down. And you only get mugged if you go downtown, right? Hank Williams Jr. wrote that in 1981. 
and we're seeing inflation, we're seeing the economy go down the drain the same exact way that we did back in 1981. But I want to talk about another piece of history that's not related to country boys. No, it's something else. So it's time for today's history break. So today, on this day in history, 2013, hashtag Black Lives Matter. It's Black Lives Matter's birthday. Take a bow, the ninth anniversary, nine years old today. Black Lives Matter created in response to the acquittal of George Zimmerman, who was on trial for the murder of Trayvon Martin. Didn't commit murder. We now know the full case. But hashtag Black Lives Matter. And just think of all the mansions, all the mansions, the properties, the private jets, that the founders of Black Lives Matter would not have had had they not created that hashtag. Think of all the riots, the arson, the shootings that have taken place and the homicide rate. You can actually go and track the homicide rate from this day, nine years ago to now. It was going down through the 90s. It starts creeping back up when Black Lives Matter was created. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore. <laughs> 